Hello and welcome. In today's episode we are talking about combining strength and cardio training. I'm answering a few questions from different perspectives. So when you are combining strength training with focus on strength while building your endurance or the other way around. So if you are someone who loves to combine both like high athlete, functional athlete, fitness racing, Spartan race athlete, this episode is really for you. Hello friend, if you are joining me for the first time, welcome. I'm your host Daniel Weiss, a certified nutrition coach, educator and an athlete. I've created this show to help you understand and simplify nutrition so you can focus on making educated choices and observe how your body starts feeling, looking and performing better. I've been working with people who simply want to look and feel better, recreational as well as elite athletes who want to challenge themselves, but also with fitness professionals. I know that becoming a better, fitter version of yourself will not be possible without the right mindset and habits that will get you through the hard times. So that is why I cover these topics as well. I would also like to bring to your attention the nutrition guides, meal plans and other resources that I have created over the years and you can get them for free at danweiss.eu forward slash guide. So recently I received quite a few questions about combining strength and cardio workouts and they came from different people, some who want to maximize their strength, some who want to preserve their strength and push their performance in endurance training, specifically training for half marathon or marathon and some want to build muscle. So all of these situations involve combining strength and cardio in some way, shape or form. Speaking about fat loss, combining strength and cardio seems to be like the most effective way how you can achieve body recomposition and stay healthy. So, you know, we can have bodybuilder who is strong or powerlifter who is strong, but if you are not aerobically strong as well, you are leaving some of the health, but also performance on the side and vice versa. Like you can be a strong runner, but you will not be as injury proof or as strong as someone who is also involved in strength training. For example, we know that strength training helps your endurance by increasing your running efficiency. And we also know that it can help you to prevent injuries. But that is only in case if you combine them well, so you are not overdoing it in one shape or form. Okay, so let's talk about the basic principles when combining strength and cardio. When combining running and strength training in one day, the first workout should be the one that is your priority. So for example, if you are trying to build your aerobic base, then endurance training can come first. If you have some tempo run or running intervals, your priority is on running, then you do your running first. 
and then maybe later that day or later in the week you put strength training. It is ideal to split the cardio and strength six or more hours apart or do it on separate days. This boils down to how many trainings you have in a week but generally speaking that's how you want to split it or separate it and if you don't nothing extremely bad happens but we are talking about ideal situations maybe for someone who is pushing the envelope in either way then this will matter for you make the hard days hard and the easy days really easy one of the mistakes that i made when i was just starting is what that i was uh, combining marathon training and adding strength on my easy days and in that way i was not getting enough rest or specifically my legs were not getting enough rest between those trainings so if i had a training session like running intervals on monday and some hard endurance workout on wednesday and i put leg day in between well i did this but this was far from ideal it's better to do both of those like hard intervals and uh, strength training on the same day so for example am and pm session and then on tuesday take it really really easy you might not even want to run maybe just spin on a bike or anything like that it should be really easy recovery session nutrition is huge like super important the problem tends to be eating enough calories especially carbs for those who combine both of those training modalities and any workout longer than an hour also requires energy during exercise and this is not only from the performance perspective like we know that carbohydrates can help you have a better workout or push yourself harder or sustain that workout for longer but it also makes it easier to cover your calories throughout the day those who just skip their nutrition during the training especially during the endurance training tend to also try to catch up with calories later in the day and you know then you are end up being stuffed and overeating and feeling really heavy so timing is really important there now let's talk about strength focused training while training for a marathon or other endurance event and here is a question from Erin and I will use this as an example. So she is 50 this year and she hasn't ever been stronger. I'm planning four marathons over 12 months, which is a lot. Last year I ran six half marathons. My first marathon is in May. I can currently deadlift over 150% of my body weight and can do a single set of three pull-ups. By my birthday in June, I want to deadlift 200% of my body weight and do a set of 10 pull-ups. I have no time goal for my marathon. Based on my half marathon time, I expect to finish somewhere around 4 hours 30 minutes 
and I'm cool with that. I currently strength train two times per week, Monday and Thursday. I lived hard and to failure and I love it. I do about an hour with weights, then an hour of zone 2 cross training, elliptical or rower, with zone 5 intervals at the end if I still have it in me. Then 30 to 45 minutes of mobility and stretching. Tuesday and Fridays are active recovery days and I really need them. Wednesdays and Saturdays are moderate run days, usually about 10 kilometers, so about 6 miles. Usually with some hill work, since I love it. If I only run 5k, then I do speed work or hills. If I miss a run, it's usually Saturday and it's usually because I'm still feeling Thursday liftings. So I do active recovery and save myself for my long slow run on Sunday. And this is when I have my slow long distance run on Sundays. So the question is, do I need to ease up on strength training in order to increase mileage for mileage training? If so, by how much? I'm thinking I could reduce the intensity of my Thursday strength work so that I'm fully recovered by weekend runs. I'd like to keep my Monday hard lifting days, but then that means very little recovery from my longest run, just as I'm upping the mileage. I'm persuaded by the evidence that I get more health benefits at my age from strength training than from endurance running, but where is the balance to ensure I'm properly trained by my May marathon? So this was a long but also good question and I really applaud her for you know, being able at 50 as a woman to deadlift 150% of her body weight and do three pull-ups. This is really amazing. And she wants to increase it to 10 pull-ups by June, but also increase the deadlift from 150 to 200% of her body weight. And this is something really important to consider because it's pushing the envelope in the strength department. So uh, any kind of endurance work can potentially stand in the way or get in the way of those uh, lifting goals. We know that the closer we get to our like, potential, the harder it is to make those strength gains. So while getting from zero to 150 percent deadlift of her body weight can take for example two years then from 150 to 200 percent will definitely don't take like three months or six months it can take another year or two but this depends really uh, from person to person so here are some specific tips for when you are combining strength and cardio with focus on strength. In her case, I would say that less is more. And she mentioned training to failure and training to failure is really not beneficial and especially not if you do it all the time. Training to failure first is not necessary to get like strength gains or any kind of performance gains and the recovery needs are extended. Which simply means that when you train to fail, you need more time to recover from session to session.
so you need to closely watch like how your recovery is and i think that two to three strength training sessions are appropriate but she also wants to train for marathon so if she can currently run like half marathons um, then she needs to add a bit of volume i would say so yeah a lot of long distance runs or this zone 2 cardio maybe uh, on the days when she lifts and increasing mileage in between the tra strength trainings but that should be really easy and should not interfere with her strength workout also nutrition will be really important for her and if you do that kind of training then make sure that you are properly fueled for each of your training whether it is strength training or endurance workouts so it is essential to provide your body with enough energy and even for those who quote unquote train only for marathons it's really easy to underfuel and then you will be stuck and here is how i would split the training so this is like the general idea and that is all the lifts would be heavy with one repetition in reserve so ideally split cardio six hours from the strength training and because she is focusing on strength on monday am i would do or suggest doing like strength focused on lower body pull and that would be really heavy with three to five minutes rest between the sets so it could be like six by three deadlifts and then six by three hip extensions as the main uh, lift and then maybe some accessory work in the pm session that would be 20 minute tempo run or two times 10 minutes we have different types of tempo runs so it would be like quality running workout on Tuesday, really easy run cardio, and if your legs are too trashed, then uh, I would just spin. If she wants to, I would suggest also to focus on her upper body strength on that day, so on Tuesday, and that would be focused on upper body pulling. So that would be, again, 6x3 rows, 6x3 uh, pull-ups, for example, or assisted pull-ups or whatever she can do and maybe some accessory work as well on wednesday it can be a day off or it can be a space where you do like medium distance runs. so this would be like 10 to 15 kilometers as an example easy thursday lower body push so that would be six by three jump squats heavy weight six by three leg extensions again explosive and in the pm session optionally some cardio let's say keep it below 45 minutes friday easy run again like 45 to 60 minutes and upper body push so overhead press bench press again six by three the point of this heavy weightlifting is not to create a lot of damage on muscle, not to. It's different from 
hypertrophy training where you do more sets or let's say the same amount of sets and uh, more more repetitions and this is because we want to develop strength here not hypertrophy so we are not focusing on growing muscle which also leads to metabolic damage in muscle and saturday would be your long run day and this would build progressively over the weeks up to let's say 16 miles or two and a half hours and yeah sunday again a day complete of just easy physical activity recovery day and probably need to <laughs> refill all the calories that she's missing from or potentially missing from all the training so what if you are training for half marathon or specifically focusing on endurance training but also want to keep strength training going so in this case you are putting strength on maintenance and want to progress endurance training again training for a half marathon or marathon is quite demanding and you will use quite some energy while you are doing that much more than when you are lifting or just like powerlifting or even bodybuilding style workouts considering you are prioritizing endurance workouts the strength training should not interfere with it which means that you should not trash your legs and then be unable to hit the paces for example during your quality tempo runs this means you want to do the strength training once or twice a week with again heavy loads and fewer sets so as an example in the previous example was like six by three and here we would do again the same kind of template the thing that we would switch from that template is that we would put the running as the am session and lifting as the pm session on those double days and here we have another question and it is combining about bodybuilding training and high intensity interval training specifically for this person who has a new air bike he acquired it for cardio and he enjoys doing high intensity interval training much more than steady state low intensity cardio and the problem is like if i ruin myself on the machine i feel it impacts my bodybuilding workout the next day uh, which he does full body workouts with two days of rest between them so two to three workouts a week as i understand and while he enjoys both weightlifting and high intensity training it feels like they interfere with each other he's thinking about either limiting it to cardio and or reserving it to his cutting phase with resistance training and that would be like rest of the day heat rest day resistance training heat and so on and the, he also asked that the reason why he does high intensity interval training is because he doesn't feel like he's getting enough movement and long walks are passed for them because his daughter doesn't want to walk that much <laughs> and i think that's a great observation and yeah as the studies show from the perspective of health benefits we can substitute low intensity walking or things like that uh, 
for high intensity interval training and this fits better to many people's lifestyle because it takes less time. However, the problem is that it takes also much recovery or much more recovery than uh, low intensity cardio and low intensity cardio such as walking or just spinning on bike really doesn't put much fatigue on your body and you can we can do a lot of it so this also helps with burning calories but we should not do it to burn calories in the first place okay so if his goal is bodybuilding and he's observing that high intensity interval training places really high recovery demands on his body then we need to consider this and also his lifestyle so I would reduce high interval training and do it maybe after his lifting sessions if he has time and that would be like 10 to 15 minutes or do it on these those days in between his strength training workouts or resistance training workouts but many people make this mistake that uh, when they are coming from other sports like from powerlifting or strength training they think that well i'm accustomed to training two hours three hours even uh, in the gym and you know so i can do like 20 minutes of high intensity interval training and i think this is a wrong assumption because it's different kind of training and anytime we switch to something different it will place much higher recovery demands on our body it will be much harder so i would really start slow and if he wants to or enjoys doing this high interval high intensity interval training more then in that case what i would suggest start with like five times 30 seconds intervals with maybe one to two minutes rest in between and that's it and assess his recovery if he's recovering well perfect uh, he can progress this over time if he's not recovering well then what he can do is that to reduce it even less so maybe start with just two intervals and ideally i would i don't know watch tv or work if that's possible or something like that and do like really easy walking and cardio uh, if that helps but it begs also the question like he mentioned he feels like he's not getting enough uh, movement with a kid with a child I, i'm not sure i see many people think they are not uh, moving enough especially those fitness enthusiasts but they have a lot of activity in the day. So thank you for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please like, share and subscribe and leave a good rating. Five star review is always appreciated as it makes this podcast more visible. As always, you can find related resources linked in the podcast description. And also don't forget about the free resources that you can find at my website www.eiss.eu forward slash guide if you have a question the best way how to submit it is by sending it to my social media profiles that are linked in the description below